Moncrief on News Talk. Now, for keen gardeners, this is a delightful time of the year when there's all sorts of jobs to do, including mowing the lawn. But the National Biodiversity Data Centre doesn't want you to do that. Their campaign, No Mow May, which is hard to say, it sounds like a classical pianist or something, actually, come to think of it. No Mow May in concert. Anyway, No Mow May argues for keeping the lawn untouched for the rest of this month. We're joined from there by Kate Chandler. Afternoon, Kate. Hi, Sean. How are you? Not too bad. So are you saying, suggesting the entire lawn, you just leave it? Well, I mean, firstly, I guess um, people can do what they like with the lawns. You know, we're not we're not telling people how to how to manage their gardens. But what we're doing is inviting everybody to lock away their lawn mower for the month of May um, in order to help our native wildlife, in particular pollinators like wild bees, um, because what that does is it gives native wildflowers a chance to grow in the lawn and those provide our bees with nectar and pollen which helps them survive so it's just a way that everybody can help out um, help our native wildlife helps butterflies birds as well and just see see what pops up during may right okay and and when you say wildflowers would they would they be what a lot of people might describe as weeds yeah, exactly. So plants like dandelions, um, much maligned, you know, we're, we're all used to digging those up. What we're, what we're finding is that actually those are hugely important for pollinators. They provide them with the best source of food. Um, clovers as well, red and white clovers, really important as well. So part of it is sort of rethinking about what we consider weeds and looking at it from the point of view of a bee. And from their point of view, that's actually a really important source of food. Um, Mm. so yeah, it's just, um, rethinking, I suppose, how we view our lawns. Um, it doesn't have to be the whole lawn either. If you're not sure, then maybe you could just leave a strip and, um, give it a go and see what happens. But for everyone else, it's quite a nice way of just helping out biodiversity, um, and putting the lawnmower away, putting your feet up and seeing what appears. I can imagine though that that there might be people listening who've worked for many years to make their lawn absolutely pristine. And then you suddenly allow a load of other alien species to to uh, uh, to grow there for, for an entire month, and, and they might be horrified at the thought of doing that. Well, I suppose first of all, um, you're not going to get a jungle if you leave your lawn to grow for the month, or even a part of your lawn. It's not going to happen overnight. Um, what we find with a lot of lawns is that um, you might find that you don't get masses appearing straight away because a lot of lawns, the soil is just too fertile to support wildflowers um but what you can do gradually over time um is mow a little bit less that reduces the fertility of the soil and more things pop up so you're not going to end up um with an overgrown lawn if you if you take part in no mow may um but what you might see is a few beautiful flowers native wildflowers like clovers bird's foot trefoil and all the beautiful insects that come with that like butterflies and goldfinches as well feeding on the seeds and it, it, so if you don't mow the, because obviously this is when the grass really starts growing. If so, if you leave it untouched for how for the month of May, how tall would the grass be by the end of the month? Will you have to kind of get a scythe or something to try and cut it down again? 
<laughs> well, unless your lawn's already quite long, you won't need to get a scythe. No, no, it won't be growing hugely. Um, you might get um, a little bit of growth, might be a little bit shaggier than usual, depending on how much sun we get. Um, but what you what you might find, what you hopefully will find, is a few other things popping up in the lawn, like the flowers I mentioned. Um, but no, no one will be needing to get the scythe out come June. And I suppose the other thing is if you get to the end of May and you actually, you know, you like what you've seen and you want to keep going, there's no reason why you need to cut the grass then either. Um, one of the best things that you can do to help wildlife is reduce mowing all year round. So even cutting every four to six weeks can be a huge help. But if you decide that's enough for you, that's absolutely fine. Okay. Um, I, I, well, some people might be worried that if they do do that, that uh, they and their neighbours will have to kind of navigate through a fog of midges and bees and everything that will be swarming all over the place. Uh, and, you know, they'll be staggering half stung into their houses uh, and it might go down too well in their neighbourhood. <laughs> that's that's quite an image. And I think it's unlikely that it would be that it would be that extreme. Um, but, I, uh, you know, of course, people are worried that there might be um, more bees means more stings. But actually, um, what some people might be surprised to hear, most bees don't sting at all. We have over 100 different types of bee in Ireland and most of them are stingless. They, they don't sting at all. You're not going to find your, your lawn swarming with bees, but what you might see is a few extra um, insects visiting some of the flowers that pop up. It won't be a massive change overnight, but um, you just might see a little bit more life. But hopefully nothing as, <laughs> nothing as extreme as what you've just depicted. And for insects particularly, is May a very important month? Say, for instance, you know, you, if you did it in June, would it have less effect? Yeah, I suppose, uh, in the springtime and Maytime, um, there's not a lot of food around. So the more we can do to encourage wildflowers to grow, the better, because it just gives that little bit of extra support for um, insects and bees before the main flowers grow uh, later in the summer. Um, but a lot of the insects might be laying their eggs as well. So from that point of view, it's important. And of course, then thinking beyond the insects, you've got the birds that are laying their nests and looking after their young. So that's uh, then a source of food for them. So May is a May is a really important important month in that sense. We've all seen everything blooming, um, particularly with the good weather uh, we've had over the past few days. So, yeah, it is it is important. Um, so the more we can do to help, the better. Kate, thanks a million for speaking with us today. That was Kate Chandler there. Uh, Kate is Communities and Engagement Pollinator Officer with the National Biodiversity Data Centre. Uh, though we see Garrett. Uh, on Twitter says uh, uh, you should not cut your lawn let me do it instead for you uh, Garrett runs a landscaping company in Galway Moncrief weekdays at 2pm on News Talk.